The race to 5G is on, and the battle for talent is getting fierce. Welcome to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, a podcast dedicated to helping you face the future workforce head on. Navigate this challenging talent landscape with innovative strategies to attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. Only here on 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to 5G Talent Talk. I am your host, Carrie Charles, and I'm so glad you're here. About, I don't know, maybe a month ago, I met these two gentlemen at ConnectX, and we had a phenomenal conversation, and I just learned so much about their company. I said, you need to be on my podcast. They've got a great story and an incredible history. They're doing great things in our industry and 5G. So I'd like to introduce you to Steve Blazinko. He is the CEO of GSS and Alex Novak. He is the general manager of GSS. So welcome to 5G Talent Talk. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Wonderful. So we're going to start out with a little bit about your journeys and the story of GSS. Absolutely. Just to uh, give you a little bit of background, our GSS has uh, just had our 33rd birthday. We were uh, incorporated uh, ni- uh, late oh 1988. So we're, we're very- Happy very, birthday. Uh, thank you. <laughs> we're very, very proud of that and, and the longevity of the company. We actually started out doing similar services to what we do in wireless, but in the late 80s, there wasn't much of a wireless business. But we did uh, find our way into wireless in late 1994. And since 1995, have uh, been focusing primarily and today almost solely on the wireless industry. Mm, That's incredible. And Steve, tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got here from where you were. Absolutely. I uh, actually, you know, assisted my, my father, founded the company. He and I started this when I was in college many, many, many years ago. He actually uh, did the uh, did the incorporation with uh, with a partner at the time, which that didn't uh, didn't last real long, and we moved through business. You know, really, it's, it's a family owned, uh, still a, a family business. Something else where we're very very proud of, but have you know, navigated our way through oh a, a couple of different industries really, and until we uh, found our way to wireless, and this is our home. I love that story. Love that story, Alex. What? Tell me about your journey. So my background professionally and educationally has been in commercial real estate. And in about 2000, I got involved in the, in the site acquisition side of things when telecom was really starting to boom. Now, Steve and I have, have known each other for over 20 years. So we kind of grew up in wireless together and you know, got to know each other when we were both about 30, 31, and now we're not. Um, so, <laughs> But that's all we'll say about that. But you look it. You look it. Oh, and that's all that matters. Thank you, so thank, thank, you. You. <laughs> thank you. So, you know, in the in the course of doing site acquisition all over the country, maintained a relationship with Steve and with GSS, and we've partnered on projects throughout the years. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but I was given the opportunity to to join GSS and, and help grow it. And, and here I am. Wonderful. Well, let's talk about GSS. Who are your customers? Talk about your services. Let us get to know you a bit. Absolutely. We uh, GSS started out in, in the late 80s as an environmental services company. We did a, a lot of, we still do a lot of, you know, phase one environmental site assessments today for, for wireless. We, we still do an awful lot for uh, commercial real estate, banking, things of that nature. 
we did a lot of uh, underground storage tanks, contaminated soil, uh, groundwater work, things of that nature, soil and groundwater cleanup. As we moved into wireless, we really saw a need at the time for some of those services, mainly phase ones, but then also, uh, you know, branching out into the other portions of FCC compliance, NEPA, Section 106, tribal consultation, things of that nature. And uh, from our first wireless project uh, down in uh, the Tallahassee, Florida market, and then uh, oh, through North Florida and, and the Gulf region, paired environmental services with, uh, with site acquisition. And so we, mm-hmm. uh, our first projects, even though we we're a Midwestern-based company, we're, we're down in the Southeast, grew the, the business, I guess, back towards the Midwest and really didn't do, uh, start doing our first work in our home state of Iowa until sometime 99 or 2000. Wow. So we, uh, that's really the, that's the, the, the path we took. And as, as far as the, the services and the clients go, we still have that core. I mean, we, we got into this, you know, doing site development, doing FCC compliance through site acquisition. Today, we have uh, grown and maintained over about the past 10, 15 years a uh, construction services, construction management, uh, full site development uh, portion of GSS. And today we marry those services together for our clients who are, you know, everyone, everybody's, you know, heard of tower companies, large and small, major carriers. We also do an awful lot of, of the of wireless work for traditionally non-wireless industries such as utility companies, railroads, things of that nature. Wow. So anything to add, Alex? No, it's just I've watched GSS grow and, and perform for, for many, many years. And to see what Steve has done as a leader, uh, not only with this company, but within the, the telecom industry as a whole, is just uh, it's, it's really something special. Mm. So you have speaking of something special, you do have something special that really differentiates you from your competitors in the marketplace. So so tell me about that. So it's, it's something we call design for compliance, and it really starts with the site acquisition phase of, of site development. Now, we do everything in-house at GSS. That's not common in the industry. So if you engage a site acquisition firm and ask them to do environmental compliance, they're going to have to outsource that. If you go to an environmental compliance firm and ask them to do site acquisition, they're going to have to outsource that. We have both functions under one roof, which allows us to look at site acquisition or site development under a very unique lens. We have people that are cross-trained across both disciplines. So here's how that helps us. Traditionally, if you have your site acquisition firm going out, searching candidates, bringing you options, they're going to do their function. They're going to meet their their contractual obligations, and they're going to get paid. Well, then it's a handoff. It's a handoff to the A&E firm. That's a handoff to the regulatory people. And what can happen, and what often unfortunately does happen, is that there are landmines, whether that's historical properties, whether it's, you know, NEPA, Section 106, tribal issues, environmental issues, and that can really trip you up. So then, then what do you have to do? Okay, you have to go back to your site acquisition person, go, that candidate fell out, we need you to get another one. Now we're looking at all of those things up front, right? Because we have such tight network of professionals under one roof, I can make a call to our Des Moines office or to Steve in in Tulsa, or I can walk down the hall here in Dallas and say, hey, what do you think of, of these three candidates? What do you think of these three sites? What have we seen in the area? What do we think are potential landmines 
that we can avoid. And where we reap the benefits of that is really in savings in time and cost to our client. We don't have to go back and start over. We anticipate you know, the problems up front, which is really something, something special here. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Anything to add to that, Steve? Yeah, really. And the, the one thing, you know, Alex mentioned, uh, you know, having our folks, you know, cross-trained, which, which uh, mm-hmm. is absolutely the case. But one advantage that that does do also is from a site acquisition standpoint, especially these days with, with the proliferation of small cell, you know, CRAN, you know, a right-of-way and whole-mounted installations, you know, there are avenues through uh, FCC programmatic agreements and through FCC rules to where, you know, some of those installations can get built Either they can be exempted to where they're not going to have to run through the FCC regulatory process, or they can go through an, an abridged, maybe a, a tribal only or, uh, or, or an abridged you know, regulatory format. So what we can do is, is we can take a look at those and from a site acquisition standpoint, take a look at those uh, areas up front and say, hey, if we're working in the right-of-ways, if you go in the right-of-way on the north side of the street rather than the south side, we can save this many time and dollars by taking a different regulatory path than we can if we were to, uh, you know, just kind of go at it blind. As far as co-locations go, it's also very valuable in that we can take a look at rooftops in the area, even if it's a historic building, and now work with site acquisition to design design that installation to where it may not have to run through Section 106 and and run through the entire 106 and and SHPO process. So it, uh, you know, ultimately, it is a a significant uh, cost savings and a time savings for our clients. So you have a really unique visibility and, you know, some information that, that others may not have just because of the way you're structured. So that's, uh, and it makes perfect sense, right? So Absolutely. Talk about your, you know, you have an incredible history. And I know we spoke a little bit about this at sure. ConnectX. That's one thing I was so impressed with, among other things, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But talk a little bit about your successes over the years and your history. Well, really, our successes are are born from the fact that you know we are we have been doing this you know in wireless for for well over over 25 years. You know we have uh, maintained an internal database. We we have cited tens of thousands of sites across the U.S., virtually every state in the lower 48, most municipalities that you've ever heard of, and we have uh, we've maintained an, an internal listing, an internal uh, database of where some of the the problem areas are. You know whether that be uh, from a, a tribal perspective, whether that be from a, a zoning or a local historic commission perspective, mm-hmm. and really, you don't get that unless you've been uh, unless you've been doing this as, as long as we have. That's incredible. Anything to add, Alex? Yeah, just from a from a geographical standpoint, you know, it, it really results in very few surprises. You know, going forward, when we have clients asking, "Oh, have you ever seen this jurisdiction, or have you ever done work here?" The answer is inevitably usually yes. And that's always been really helpful to us. So you have some unique relationships and you've mentioned tribes a few times. Can you you talk further about that? Absolutely. When the FCC first started uh, you know, publishing the, the nationwide programmatic agreements for co-locates and then for, for raw land sites back in 2001 and, and 2005, we really uh, decided at that point to make it our mission to get to know and to build relationships with uh, with the Native American tribes that we have to we have to deal with on an, on an everyday basis. And so, you know, look, you know, anybody can go out there and, and make a TCNS filing and send in the information. Where uh, where I feel we do have an advantage is we've taken uh, we've taken the time over the years to get to know a lot of the folks in, in the regulatory process that are you know part of the the, the tribal governments. They play a very a 
very large and, and very important role in, uh, in the Section 106 process. And it, it's just a, a matter of approach, taking the time to get to know them, get to know what issues they may have uh, in that particular area geographically, and uh, really, you know, going at it from an area or from a, a perspective of respect, uh, you know, rather than, uh, you know, just coming at it and saying, hey, we know we're going to butt heads, let's just do it early and often. Mm-hmm. We've had a, a lot, a lot of success getting a lot of very difficult sites placed, taking a, a more respectful approach. Mm, I love that. Alex, what are your thoughts? So from going from the site act side, the communication is definitely important. I'm currently, and my team is currently working on a large 5G project on the West Coast in, uh, in Southern California. And, and it's all in the right of way. So, you know, we really have a clear path to developing these sites. However, the residents have questions in these particular municipalities and giving them a voice and offering to listen to them uh, and answer their questions has been instrumental in, in getting these sites approved. So, you know, just the relationships that we've established with the jurisdictions out there and communication with the residents, I think is really resulting in a lot of success for us on, on that particular project. You know, Alex, you said giving them a voice and listening. And, you know, Steve, you continue to talk about relationships. I mean, that's a big part of your culture. And this was something that that really impressed me. I want to talk a bit about is, you know, what is it like to work for GSS? Well, I'm going to have to defer to Alex on that one. Or let's put this way, I'll, I'll at least let him go first. You know, without sounding too cliche, Carrie, it's a dream come true. You know, like I said, I've known Steve for over 20 years. We were very good friends before I came to GSS. I've been to GS, I've been at GSS for a little over two years. We we kind of hatched a plan in 2019. We saw each other at South Wireless Summit in Nashville before COVID hit. You know, we were having some fun and he said, Don't you think it's about time we join forces? And and I said, Yeah, I I definitely do. And he asked me if I would consider moving to Dallas. I was in Chicago at the time. And uh, I said, yeah, absolutely. So over the course of the next six months, we hammered out our our details and it couldn't be a better situation. I I feel like, so I was a a small business owner before that. I had a site acquisition firm for 20 years and I still feel like I can have my fingerprints on this company and what happens in this company while you know just having the the resources the support to grow the business to do the business the right way and to bring the right people on board it's just it, it literally couldn't be a better situation hmm. so what about from your perspective and what you've heard as you know what it's like to work for GSS Steve <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. You know, as I mentioned before, I mean, we are a uh, we are a family business. This was, you know, started. Like I said my dad was instrumental uh, day one. We are still, uh, you know, maintain you know 100% family ownership. And honestly, we really make a genuine effort, and I do feel like we succeed, you know, most of the time in treating GSS like a big family. It's a really, mm-hmm. really, really big family. And, you know, we have got, uh, we obviously, you know, and whatnot, that every, every one of the GSS team members has our back, which we absolutely feel like they do. We certainly have theirs. And, you know, look, families, all families have ups, downs, difficult times and everything else. But it's a matter of just working through it and taking that more personal approach 
which is, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, we've been very, very fortunate and then really don't have a lot of turnover. People uh, get here. We've had people retire from GSS after, gosh, almost 20 years, 29 years. You know, folks, uh, folks come and, and, you know, very, very few leave, thankfully. You know, let's talk more about this because retention is such a hot topic right now. There's the great resignation, you know, with the pandemic, people are rethinking their lives, their careers, their future. Retention is, is one of the number one problems for companies and leaders today. And, you know, what strikes me about this conversation is I, I just keep hearing longevity, longevity. And, you know, Alex has known you, Steve, for over 20 years. GSS has been in business for over 30 and you've been in wireless for over 25. And, you know, you've had people that have stayed with you over 20. I mean, it just, there, there's so much longevity here. And I have to ask you what the secret is. Like, what is your secret to, lo- you know, that low turnover, high retention? What is your, what would you say is your turnover rate now average? Well, I mean, honestly, most years it's 0%. There are years wow. where it is, you know, 5 6%. Very, very rarely, if, if ever, is it, is, is it higher than that. But, you know, okay, really- you got to tell us your secret, all right? You got to <laughs> tell everybody your secret because that is amazing. Yeah, I don't want so, to give us too much because we really enjoy the position we're in. Gary, this isn't rocket science. It's just a matter of we you know, genuinely uh, make every effort to you know, bring people up from within, from the ground level. There is not anybody who is, you know, today a director level at GSS who did not start, you know, at a level b- below that. It is all homegrown. Uh-huh. We we uh, we really uh, try to give every opportunity, make every effort to have our, our folks come up organically from within the organization. The other thing that we uh, we really try to do is, you know, it's it's easy and it's cliche to say, you know, hey, we're we're a team and this is a team effort. But we, we try to take that to the next step in that we make uh, concerted efforts and it's really our, our everyday uh, you know, business dealings to get you know, people in the organization from top to bottom involved in projects at an early level, have input in terms of you know, how things should flow. Look, it, it's not just senior level folks that have all the, the good ideas. You know, I, that's, I'm really not, not a fan of, of, of that line of thinking. We've got all, there are some fantastic ideas. Someone doesn't have to have 5, 10, 15 years in the wireless industry to be able to come up with a good idea or a good process or a good approach to something. It's really more about critical thinking. And so those are the, those are the folks that we really go after and that we recruit. We, we bring on, honestly, a tiny percentage of the folks that we interview and the, and the uh, resumes that we review. But we, we make a concerted effort, pick the best people, creative, uh, critical thinkers, and honestly, the problem solvers. I know everybody's mm-hmm. looking for folks who can solve problems, but it's especially in what we do in that it is, it is very technical. Look, we are a, a niche business. There's only a handful of companies out there that, you know, that serve the wireless industry that do a lot of the environmental services that we do. And, and the ones that are out there, you know, we're all pretty good at it. But, you know, it's not like, you know, being in the restaurant business or something of that nature where it's on every street corner. So it's really, it's critical to find the, the right types of folks, the right types of thinkers to get this done. Mm, I love that, the right types of thinkers. There was so much in what you just said that I want to go back to. But first, Alex, <laughs> you know, tell me in your view, what's the secret to your high retention rate? Really, it boils down to three things, Carrie. It's, it's autonomy, it's responsibility, and it's accountability. None of our leadership team micromanages anybody, right? Everyone is trusted to do their job. Everyone is given responsibilities. Everyone 
will be given more responsibilities if they want more responsibilities. And then there's also accountability. Everybody's got expectations. You know, we set the bar high at GSS with the services that we provide to our clients and our employees are expected to meet that. And they do. And it's, it's really amazing to see. So you mentioned, Steve, that you promote from within and, mm -hmm. you know, that many or all of your directors have started with you you know, at a lower level before they became a director. So I'm just curious, how do you, you know, achieve this with, let's say, some challenging or, or highly skilled roles? I know that people come to us as a staffing company and they say, you know, we have to fill this role and they have to have these exact skills. So mm -hmm. I guess my question is, if you have someone that you have, that you've identified that has the DNA for the role, but they don't necessarily have the skill to move up into the, that next position, do you move them there and then surround them with mentorship training and train them up to it? Or how do you handle that when you really need specific skills and experience for a role? When we need specific skills, you know, look, it's great to go out and find folks that, that have those skills. But to be, you know, perfectly honest, there aren't that many that know Section 106, know NEPA, know wireless site development, know and really how those, those practices you know, then play into site acquisition, play into overall site development, constructability, things of that nature. And so for the most part, you know, look, when we have the opportunity and we have a number of, of folks on our team today that, you know, came from uh, other aspects of wireless or came from, uh, you know, competitors, things of that nature. But, uh, you know, some of the, the most rising stars are, are folks that, you know, didn't have a lot of experience or a lot of background in this type of uh, business. They may be familiar with it. Their, their college degrees matched up, things of that nature. But it's really about finding, you know, folks who are who are hungry, who want to learn, who are, you know, coachable is, is, is a word I use on a regular basis. Because, yes, you, you've got to be, uh, you know, coachable, honestly, to succeed in this industry and to succeed uh, with, with GSS. And, yes, we will surround you with some of the absolute best folks in the business. I'll put Alex, our director team, a lot of our project manager and senior PM teams, up against absolutely anybody out there. And they are going to be immersed with, you know, new folks will be immersed with a tremendous amount of experience surrounding them. And as long right. as they can, are willing to, to learn from that and, you know, realize that, you know, look, there is, a, there is, I knew ideas are great, but there is a right way and a wrong way to, uh, to do this. And as long as it's, you know, you stay within that path of, of doing things the right way or, or what we call the GSS way, then you're going to succeed, I promise. So wait, tell me a little bit more about the GSS way. So what is that? Is that your mission? Your, you know, your, tell me, it, I want to know. So it is a mission. It is page one of our employee handbook. It, it's something that, uh, you know, all everybody who comes to work at, at, at GSS, you know, becomes familiar with. And it is really about the way of, of doing business and conducting ourselves in the industry, both with, with clients, with, with regulators, with associates, with competitors, with whomever it might be in a positive, thoughtful, and, uh, and, and kind manner. We are here ultimately to serve our clients. We're very old school in that regard. You know, the, the, the client is always right. I know that uh, has, has <laughs> kind of gone, the, gone by the wayside the, the past few years. It's how we, how we do things at, at GSS. Hmm. People-centric, I love it. I love it. Alex, anything to add? Yeah, you know, it, it goes back to a couple of the words I, I threw up before, responsibility and accountability. You know, that applies to our clients too. Not every project, goes as planned. As we all know, you know, things go sideways in this industry. And our clients know that 
we're going to take responsibility. We're going to fix any problems that arise. Steve and I are very proud of the fact that in our history, GSS has never been fired from a project. And that's that's a wow. big thing. That, that's hard to say for anybody. In the history of your company? Yes. Wow. And that's a lot of years. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Keep going. This is, that's and then great. That, you know, that speaks to our accountability. You know, like I said, things happen. But when problems arise, we meet them head on up front. We communicate with our clients very well. And, you know, we, we move on. So we've, we've been very fortunate in that respect that we have a team that has a lot of integrity and, you know, we're willing to take on any challenges. Wow. So, you know, hiring is a challenge for everyone now and really everyone, not just in our industry, but all across the world. So what is, is your hiring philosophy? How do you find good people and do you hire for skill, culture, soft skills? You know, how do you do it and where do you find people? Really, we, as, as far as, you know, finding people, it is probably the, the same way everybody else does. Like we, we will run ads, we will, uh, you know, uh, work, uh, you know, occasionally with, uh, with, with staffing professionals, things of that nature. You know, it, as far as, you know, bringing a pool together, you know, if, if someone's got an idea out there, a, a new way to do it I, that I'm not familiar with, I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear it. We do okay. sometimes reach out directly to uh, colleges and universities to say, you know, hey, you know, who have you got that's graduating in a field that we are interested in? And, and you know, sometimes, uh, you know, reach out and, and talk to folks that way. But, you know, really, ultimately, the, the hiring process is, look, you know, we are not looking for just someone who absolutely fits into a singular or, you know, one contained box. I'm a big fan of, of ideas and creative thinking. And, you know, if the communication skills are, are great, if the problem-solving skills are good, if, you know, if they appear like they're, uh, you know, capable of building relationships. And most importantly, are they someone that I would, uh, you know, put in front of one of our clients? Then those are the key skills that I'm looking for. Hmm. Alex, what is the DNA of a GSS team member? A couple of different things. Hungry, aggressive, and professional. I, I coach a few different youth sports. And, you know, one thing I always tell my boys, you know, on, on the various teams, you got to have that want to, right? You got to have that hunger to do it. And it's, it's an intangible thing that you know it when you see it. And I don't think you can teach it. And so, you know, the, the DNA of the GSS employee definitely has that. They definitely have the will to learn more, to take on more, and just to be, to be part of a team. You know, we don't have a lot of lone wolves on our staff, right? We've built a, a solid right. network and, and a solid team. So the culture always starts top down. I mean, it's the leaders, right? That, that create the culture and keep it alive. So tell me about your leadership philosophies. Is there a common thread for the leaders at GSS or let's say some traits that you train up in your leaders? Well, really, I mean, first couple I can think of uh, that are the most important for, uh, you know, as far as we're concerned is, is accountability and leading by example. You know, we are not an organization where the, the folks in charge or, or the leaders within the group kick back, don't get involved, aren't, aren't accountable, are, are, are basically just there to you know, dictate things to the folks uh, down the food chain. You know, we are 100% active in projects. Alex uh, you know, runs uh, runs projects on a day-to-day -day basis. I still run 
projects, you know, seven, or I guess there's only five days in a work week, but you know, <laughs> no, there's actually seven in mine. I'm no, sure no, there's no, seven no, in yours. The <laughs> day thing is that. <laughs> right, exactly. But, but you know, it's the old adage. You know, I know the folks with the the phone companies used to use is you never want to get too far away from the telephone. You know, you never want to get you know too far up, up the food chain to where right. you don't know what's going on on the ground. And you know, all of the folks at, at GSS, our directors, you know, Sean Hempstead, our uh, development director in in Des Moines, is absolutely 100% engaged, not only, you know, with his team, with projects, with clients on an everyday basis. It's not a the typical pyramid structure that you see in a lot of, uh, in a lot of companies. We're almost more of an upside down pyramid. You know, everybody, every, all the folks in the leadership positions are completely engaged. And honestly, I, you know, look, everybody uh, has, has their lax moments, but I honestly try to have it where nobody is out there working harder than I am. Mm, that's uh, that's my philosophy too. I love it. Alex, what makes a great leader at GSS? Just like Steve said, the, the lead by example, you know, mantra is huge. Coaching, being able to teach, right? A lot of us professionally have skills, but if we can't pass on those skills, you're never going to grow as an organization. I think that's the biggest problem that I had being a small business owner. I had trouble trusting someone enough to put my name on them, right? And being now part of this team has forced me to really embrace that. And I think I've grown professionally because of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, just being able to, to share, you know, your knowledge and your skills with your team is, is critical. Hmm. I, I've learned so much just from our conversations. I, I really have you inspire me. Let's talk about the future. What mm-hmm. is, what's the vision for GSS in the future? You know, what are you up to? What do you, you know, what's next? Where are you going? And, you know, anything, anything exciting that you can share with us, maybe the, about some projects coming up or something, well, something cool. As far as the future goes, you know, I mean, we are, you know, constantly in growth mode. Now we grow steadily, we grow carefully and we grow intelligently. I mean, it's, it's honestly, I think one of the reasons that we've been around 33 years is that we've made a concerted effort to never bite off more than we can chew. You know, we, it's a difficult situation, but, you know, we've had clients at at times come to us and we've had to say, yes, look, we can absolutely take on that project, but it's not going to get done with the speed or the expedience or maybe by the the personnel that that you're used to. And we want to be, you know, upfront about that. So yes, we are absolutely always in growth mode. As far as, you know, new, uh, new things, new projects, we are, you know, constantly expanding our our services menu, constantly expanding our, our geographic footprint. A lot of the work that Alex is doing right now, a lot of the permitting the 5G work that he's doing in, in Southern California. As you know, we worked in California for many, many years, but that type of project is new to GSS. And I, you know, feel very good about the fact that we are, are performing very, very well. So mm. it, it's really a, a matter of, you know, not getting into things that we don't know. We know what we're good at. And so our growth and, and our future is expanding the things that we know that we can do really, really well to new clients and to, you know, maybe different geographic markets, places where we have worked in the past, but never, you know, maybe not with the consistency that we do today. Hmm. Wise words, wise words, Steve. Alex, give us a peek into the future. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's expanding the footprint of, of the site acquisition division. That was my charge coming here. I think we've made great strides in doing that. Getting the GSS brand out there as much as we can. I mean, when, when you gave us this opportunity, Steve and I were, were extremely excited. This isn't something that you know we've done, but I've watched 
you know, call me a tech geek, whatever, but I've watched <laughs> your episodes before. And you. when you asked us to do this, I was, I was thrilled. So yeah, just increasing the brand awareness, letting people know who GSS is and, and what we can do. Well, I am so thankful that you said yes. And like I said, you are an inspiration. This has been just a fantastic learning experience for me. And I'm going to add pieces of your culture to my culture at Broadstaff. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Wait, we have to tell how to get a hold of you. How to find, I know there's so many people that's wondering, how do I work there? I want a job there. I want to hire them. They're amazing. Okay, so we got, how can people find you? Well, I guess the, the easiest would probably be through our website, www.gssmidwest.com. They can also, Alex and I are both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us, uh, reach out to us there. There will be links to, you know, a number of many of the state wireless associations where we're very, very involved in those, sponsor those events on, on a regular basis. There will be uh, links to us on, on some of their websites. We are members of WIA. I know that you can find us through there. Lots of different ways to find us. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. This has been awesome. I'm sure that we are going to have a long friendship in wireless. We look forward to it, Carrie. Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks, Carrie. Take care. Thank you for listening to another informative episode of 5G Talent Talk, brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff Talent Solutions. As we advance into the future, we promise to bring you the resources you need to navigate this ever-changing landscape of 5G to help you attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. To access the show notes or leave a review, visit broadstaffglobal.com. Until next time.